Chapter Two of The Mystery of the Pinckney Draft. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Mystery of the Pinckney Draft by Charles C. Knott. Chapter Two The Draft in the State Department. The Pinckney Draft in the Department of State is written on unruled paper larger than common foolscap, handmade, and with untrimmed edges. The interlineations are few and trivial and clerical, the insertion of an omitted word and the like. There are two exceptions to this. In Article Three, the draft says, The House of Delegates shall consist of to be chosen from the different states in the following proportions, for New Hampshire, for Massachusetts, etc., etc., but the names of the states are not set forth in the body of the instrument as they stand in all editions, being written on the margin and the place where they should have been inserted being noted by a mark. The second exception is in the last line of Article Five. The subject of the paragraph is the veto power, and the clause, all bills sent to the president and not returned by him within x days shall be laws unless the legislature by their adjournment prevent their return was originally written unless the legislature by their adjournment prevent its return in which case it shall not be the law the words its and it are erased with the pen and the words there and they written over them and the article a and a final s are stricken out so that the clause as corrected reads as printed in at least two particulars the draft is erroneously printed in almost all editions pinckney did not write art one art two etc above the first article of the draft in the middle of the line is written article one over all the other articles, and likewise in the middle of the line, are simply the Arabic figures two, three, four, etc., without the word article. The second particular, in which many printed copies are erroneous, is in Article Three. The printer has there run together two parts of distinct sentences. The true reading is that each member of the House of Delegates shall be a resident in the state he is chosen for, the sentence closing with the word for. A new sentence then begins, Until a census of the people shall be taken in the manner hereinafter mentioned, the House of Delegates shall consist of blank to be chosen from the different states in the following proportions, etc. But in some we find that a delegate shall be a resident of the state he is chosen for until a census of the people shall be taken in the manner hereinafter mentioned which makes the intended provision senseless the first of the foregoing inquiries does the draft in the state department upon its face appear to be an author's draft a rough draft with his corrections erasures interlineations and alterations or does it appear to be an engrossed copy made by him of another paper has been answered decisively by mr gilliard hunt in his edition of the writings of madison 
The penmanship of all three papers, the draft and the letter to the Secretary of State and a previous letter to the Secretary, December 8, 1818, is contemporaneous, and the letter of December 30th and the draft were written with the same pen and ink. This may possibly admit of a difference of opinion because the draft is in a somewhat larger chirography than the letter, having been, as befitted its importance, written more carefully. But the letter and the draft are written upon the same paper, and this paper was not made when the convention sat in 1787. There are several sheets of the draft and one of the letter, and all bear the same watermark, Russell and Company, 1798. Volume 3, page 16. The draft, as before shown, contains a few verbal corrections, one or two trivial erasures, two or three obviously necessary interlineations, but no alteration. That is to say, it contains no alteration of substance, nothing which indicates on the part of the writer an intent to change or add to the substance of what he has written. There is no additional provision interlined, no obscure expression amplified, no omitted thought supplied, the correction are one and all clerical. The document, therefore, upon its face does not appear to be a rough draft. When the Secretary of State had written to Pinckney, I now take the liberty of addressing you to inquire if you have a copy of the draft proposed by you, and if you can, without inconvenience, furnish me at an early day with a copy of it and Pinckney replied that among his notes and papers he had found several rough drafts of the Constitution, and that I send you the one I believe was it, and with the letter sent a document which obviously was not a rough draft, the fair and reasonable interpretation of his language, apart from an intent to defraud, is that he was sending what the Secretary of State had asked for, viz., a copy of the copy of the draft proposed by you to the convention, and that what he meant to say was, I send you a fair copy made by myself of the one I believe was it. What a rough draft is may be seen by referring to the literal reprint of the Journal of Madison in the documentary history of the Constitution by the Department of State. It is something which requires an editor to put the author's changes and amendments in their proper places. A constructive piece of work, as long as the Pinckney draft, must have been cut, transposed, changed, added to, over and over again. To be intelligible, it would require editing, and the secretary had informed Pinckney that he wanted the copy for publication and that he wanted it at an early day, and no man would have parted with such an important paper and confided the editing of it to some unknown clerk in an executive department. In a word, Pinckney did what any man similarly circumstanced would have done. He kept the original paper in his possession and sent to the Secretary of State what he had asked for, a copy of it. If we turn now to the printed copy of the draft, 
and note the extent of article six containing the enumeration of the powers of congress and the extent of the second paragraph of article eight setting forth the powers and duties of the president and if we remember that all this matter is to be found in the constitution it becomes instantly apparent that absorption of all these provisions by interlineation as suggested by madison was absolutely impossible in a word the bridge which madison built breaks down therefore we must face the inexorable alternative either pinckney gave to the convention a draft substantially like that in the state department or he fraudulently fabricated that draft after the secretary of state had called upon him for a copy end of chapter two